like him. You can search the whole globe, the whole earth, the universe, and you will find none like him. We are now, at this time, ready to hear a word from the Lord, from the man of God who will be bringing the word of God. And I trust and hope that your hearts have been prepared to hear such a word from the Lord. We uh, enjoy hearing the various uh, pastors and and, and preachers and, and teachers and elders and whatnot that stand before us. And uh, God has blessed this church with a variety of, 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 of people who are able to communicate the word of God efficiently and effectively. And we trust that God will not let us down today as he has not in the past and that he will use this mighty, powerful man of God to do what it is that needs to be done today so that the church might grow by the word of the God of God. Uh, at this time, I'm going to introduce to you not only my my father-in-law, but my father in the gospel as well. He is no stranger to most of you, if not all of you, and uh, he is none other than Elder Larry Lester, who will be coming to open uh, up the the word of God so that we might be blessed by it. Stand with me at this time, if you would, and offer him a Round of applause. Amen. As we receive him, we trust that you will be blessed and uh, have your hearts blessed by the word. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord this morning for all of you. Man, I'm up here. Wow. This this is great. <laughs> Amen. Get you to bow your heads. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we made it again. You woke us up in our right mind. You gave us an opportunity for another chance. And Lord, we'd like to say thank you this morning. Lord, we ask in Jesus' name, for your blessing upon this church this morning. Everybody that here, those that are on their way, Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. But Lord, we thank you. We thank you what you have done in the past and what you're doing right now. We see with our eyes your glory when we lay our eyes on our children well we see it lord when we able to go to work and come home with food on the table we see it lord and god every time when we may not feel well but all of a sudden just out of the blue just like mercy just come all over us. We see it, Lord. So, Lord, we're here to say thank you. We come on one accord with one thing in mind, that you is Lord, all by yourself. So, Lord, we ask you to bless your word this morning. Bless the message this morning. And, Lord, open up the ears and the minds and the heart of everyone here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
Thank you, Lord. All week, we've been bringing messengers from the expositor last week and powerful. And I have to admit that if I would get up and read devotion, last uh, book of the Bible I would start with is Leviticus. <laughs> it's not just one that we <laughs> jump to, amen? <laughs> I remember um, Tom challenged pastor. <laughs> Okay, you think you tough? <laughs> Jump on this. Amen. And then when pastor asked me to speak, I'm saying, what? <laughs> but God is good all the time. So I um, put together and I thank God for Hebrews. Amen. So we're going to go ahead on and get started here. In Hebrew chapter 10, verse 1, it says, The law is only a shadow, amen, of good things that are coming, not the reality of things of themselves. Amen. For this reason, it can never, by the same sacrifice, repeat endless years after years, make perfect those who grow near to worship. Amen. I thank the Lord this morning that the Lord Jesus Christ came because as I was reading, boy, I tell you, my Lord, the things that these people had to go through. In Hebrew chapter 9, verse 1, it says, that first covenant between God and Israel and I'm reading for the New um, Living Translation. Between God and Israel had regulation for worship and a place of worship here on earth. There were two rooms in that tabernacle. The first room were a lampstand, a table, and sacred loaves of bread on the table. This room was called the holy place. Praise God. Then there was a curtain. And behind the curtain was the second room. And this is what we're going to talk about this morning. 
called the most holy place. And saints, I'm telling you, if you get into it and read, it was the most holy place. You could not come there on your own accord thinking you're going to do what you want to do without the instruction of God. And it says, in that room were a golden incense altar and a wooden chest called the Ark of the Covenant, which was covered with gold in all sizes. Inside the covenant were a gold jar containing manna, Aaron's staff that sprouted or budded leaves there, and the stone tablet of the covenant above the ark were the cherubims of divine glory who wings stretch out over the ark covered the place of atonement. And in verse 6 it says, when these things were all in place, the priests regularly entered the first room as they performed their religious duty. But only the high priests ever entered the most holy place. And only once a year and he always offered blood. He, can't, he couldn't come in there without the blood. Not only for the people, but also for himself. Hallelujah. And the sins of the people was committed. And it says here, in ignorance, by these regulations, the Holy Spirit revealed that the entry of the Most High was not freely open as long as the tabernacle and the system it represent were still in use. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. You know, today, what this is all about, what we've been saying last week, we've been talking about the holiness of an almighty God. Amen. Oh, there's something just we can't fathom about his holiness. But the Bible in Hebrew 10, 1 said that this was just a shadow of good things to come. Praise Lord. The focus in this message is on God holiness and the importance of it. You know, living our living out our faith, especially in difficult times, all of us have our faith tested. Amen. 
in moments when we experience stressful encounters. But in this message, Leviticus 15, 16, 17 chapter, and also Hebrew chapter 9 and 10, if what it does is it makes us realize that in holy God, began to restore or develop a relationship with sinful human beings. Amen. The problem was sin and how to separate them from their sins. And it takes me back when Adam and Eve sinned very first and when we read that we must understand that what happened was the innocent had been replaced by guilt shame from then on they relied on their conscience to distinguish between evil and good. The Bible says, and their eyes was open. Now, they have capacity to see and know evil. Amen. But God didn't leave them in that state, but appeared as before in goodness kindness walking in the garden in the cool of the day he came not in anger not in a fury but in love but he posed a question to them where are you. Maybe God is asking somebody today, where are you? I know you where you are physically, but where you are spiritually, do you have a heart or a love towards me? Where are you? You can't be one foot over here and one foot over there. Either you are or you are not. Where are you? The man having to explain why he was hiding from the holy presence of God. Due to his shame, his remorse, being confused. But one thing we know, church, we know that there's never a place where you can hide from God. Amen? Psalms 139 verse 7 remind us that why 
where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? Hallelujah. God pursued man while in sinful nature to teach them. It was a purpose. God always take our circumstances and use it as a teachable moment. Amen. He always trying to take us somewhere. Hallelujah. And what he was doing to teach us about certain relationships. Demanding that his people need a deeper understanding in the concept of true holiness. That positor remind us that the extent of God holiness is hard for us to grasp and comprehend. He didn't intend these to be a burden, but only a demonstration, amen? Illustration of the importance of holiness. Hope somebody hear me this morning. You see, we have fallen away from God. There is like a gulf between us and God. And we need a bridge. And Jesus Christ is that bridge. You cannot swim from one end to the other. You must come across that bridge. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's why the Israelite had to do it the hard way because it was before the time of Jesus. You know, like it was a movie they called The Karate Kid. I might be telling my age a little bit. And the karate kid, you know, he would get upset with the master sometime because he felt like the master was using him. Because every time he look around, he's just doing chores around the house. And one day, the master told him, come and wax this vehicle for me. Wax on. Wax off. Wax on. Wax off. And as he was going on through this, he was saying, oh man, what I'm doing here? What's going on here? You're supposed to be teaching me how to defend. You're supposed to be teaching me this art but the master said you do what I say wax on wax off the Bible tell us that sometimes when the law allow us or tell us to do something it's just a shadow 
or what is coming down the line. Or the young man didn't know that somewhere later on in life, he going to have to master the wax on and the wax off. Not only one hand, but the other hand. And to the point to where he'll be able to defend himself. Shadow of things to come. But you must know this that sinful human being entering into the holy presence of Yahweh, and we understand the screaming of this holy God, you don't have to. Be a scientist and understand that you're going to die. There's no doubt about it. Bible tell you all the way through. You coming, you're going to die. He even warned Moses. You can't, I can't show myself. If you to live. In other words, we're sinful being or worthy of death. But his sovereign discretion. Keep us and serve only to impress upon the Israelite and us how sinful and unclean and offensive that this sin is to this holy God. Amen? So, the blood became God cleansing agent. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know how you get ready to clean your bathroom, boy. You take that bathroom seat all up and down, all around, and everything. The blood was God. Cleansing agents. Only way you can come into his presence. Only way that he can stay in your presence was due to the blood. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise this morning. Thank you, Lord. Hebrew 9. 22 remind us to say, without the shedding of blood, there is some uh -uh. possibility. No, none. No forgiveness. Hallelujah. But you don't like us. Sometimes if people tell us things and stuff and we say, yeah, 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 but somewhere down the line we'll forget or we just go on anyway. But sometimes when you go through something, when death is involved, oh, Lord, it seems like it gets our attention. Praise his holy name. The death of Aaron's sons, Nadad and I bid you, 
I know I did pronounce it wrong, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Serve as a warning on God holiness in general in the consequence of disregarding God's holiness and disobeying his command that no one can approach God in a lackadaisical manner on the day or being cavalier like or dismissing the importance of the judgment on the day of atonement. Hallelujah. Sacrificial blood had to be shed. And I'm telling you, it had to be shed wherever he went. Aaron, as the high priest, we understand that he was a sinner. And before he can go do something for the people, he had to prepare himself. Come on, somebody. Before he can go in and worship, there was three parts, amen? First was the high priest had to wash his body. And after he get through washing his body, he had to put on certain linen. linen. And then some of the linen had to be like humble linen, amen? And, and after he done that, he had to bring a partner with him as he get ready to go into the veil. And that was a bull to offer for himself and his family. It didn't stop there. Then next thing, had to get a ram to offer for the altar, the place, the mercy seat. And the mercy seat had to be sprinkled seven times. So, bro, I'm coming to tell you, he had to just shake that thing all over the and he had to do it in the right way because the cloud covered the mercy seat because the mercy seat was the replica of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. And after that, he wasn't through. Then came the two goats, casting lot upon which one he gonna sacrifice for the Lord, for the Lord, and the other to be the scapegoat for all the people? Three parts. Scapegoat. I know y'all have read, and you know about the scapegoat. How they thought or they believe. That all thing they had to do is just touch the gold or aim to the gold and do the things of the gold. And, and God allowed that. Just, just walk off with the sin. But he just couldn't go two or three paces, but he had to go out of the camp because of the sin. And see, God is serious about the sin thing. And he still is today. Because we are like Aaron's sons at times. We don't take him seriously. You know, the man of style. Yeah. You know, I pray here and there. Don't understand how 
this holy God. Anybody came within his presence and they didn't come right, they would fall dead. He didn't play. And he still isn't playing now. The only reason why a lot of you have made and still going on is simply called the mercy of Jesus Christ. Oh, you can give him a hand praise there. Hallelujah. His kindness. His mercy. Hallelujah. And we thank him for that. Hallelujah. And let me pause here because I want to read here. In, um, in, in Hebrew verse 9, and it says, So Christ had now become the high priest over all the good things that have come. He has entered that greatness, more perfect tabernacle in heaven, which was not made by human hand and is not part of this created world. With his own blood, not the blood of goats, not the not the blood of calves, he entered the most, the most holy place, only one time, for all time, and secured our redemption forever. Under the old system, the blood of goats and bull and ashes of heifer could clean people's bodies from ceremonial impurities, just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our conscience. And there it is right there. There it is right there. It's one thing to wash up and cleanse your outward man. But you cannot wash up and clean the inward man. Only God, only God have a sword that's sharp enough that can cut you loose from those things that have been nagging you for years. Only him can cut you loose from the guilt, hallelujah, and cleanse you. That's why we praise him. That's why we lift up holy hands. Of his mercy and his kindness forever. Amen. Verse 10 says in Hebrew, says the shadow of good things that to come. You know, the shadow, this translated word is a pale reflection. And replica of shape produced about a body of an object coming between rays of lights. But watch this. I'm going to throw something at you. I'm going to throw this at you right quick. But when the sun behind the object, the shadow is first. Amen. But when the sun 
It's in front of the object. Object. The shadow is behind. Now you might be thinking I'm talking about the U, the S N, the S. Let me. Can I spell son? <laughs> The S-U-N, but I'm talking about the S-O-N. That's what I'm talking about. When the sun is in front, that of old, that of has been behind. Y'all hear what I'm saying here? I was telling Jews this morning, I heard that, reading that. C.S. Lewis, somebody was talking and he made mention as to it. He told them, he says, you know, I don't believe in the sun because I see it. I believe because I can see everything else. Somebody can get that. The radiance, hallelujah. The rays illuminates everything where darkness hides. It put light on, Chicago light on it. And you can see it for what it is. When the sun Right. You don't have to look. You can tell the difference between a dark blue, light blue, medium blue, green, dark green, whatever. But when darkness or when the shade of gray comes, it all blends. And I tell you today that what's going on when it comes to the truth, when it comes to facts and stuff, everything is blending. My God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your holy name. Hallelujah. But in Leviticus chapter 19 and 20 speaks about be holy for I am holy. The word holy in Hebrew is Gadas, G-A-D-A-S-H, meaning to be sanctified, consecrated, amen, dedicated, separated from the world or the worldliness, amen. In Leviticus, God gave them special examples of things they could do in their daily lives to obey this commandment. The same principle today as we strive to be not like this world. Y'all, we remember, don't you remember what Romans, what Romans 12, 1 said? That we should what be? What it says? Not to be what? 
conform, but be what? How? By the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Saints, the Lord have given us everything we need. Scripture and things that we can see. I always go back and, and, and think about when John the Baptist sent his disciples to Jesus and said to him, are you the one? Should we wait for another? Jesus didn't just say go to John and, and just tell him this and that and tell him that and, or this. But, but, but what, what Jesus told his disciples, he said, first, the blind see. The lame walk, sick of being healed, and those that in search of salvation and being saved. Then he say, you go tell John what you see. See, you can see it. The son allow us to see things. You don't have to guess what is going on. You can see it from the evidence of things. See, tell John what you see. Just tell him. And he will know and understand that I'm the one. Hallelujah. And right today, and we can understand, we know that this book, hallelujah, is the one. Amen. That Jesus Christ is the real deal. Amen. Let's give him a hand praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, 2, it says, it says, God made him who, were, who had no sin to be sin for us so that we, so that in him we may become the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Galatians 1, 4 says, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present of evil age according to the will of our Lord and Father. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Curses is anyone who hangs on a tree, redeem us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promises of the promise of the Spirit. And Hebrew 9.28 says, so Christ was Sacrifice once and taken away the sins of many. And he will appear the second time. Not to bear sins, but to bring salvation on those who wait on him. I thank the Lord this morning. I thank him for his word. I thank him for all of you.
I hope and I pray that everyone here is serious about their life, not only now and after, and that they take advantage of everything that Jesus has given us. If there's anybody here that isn't saved, that want to be, they can. At the service, we will have ministers up here. We have people that can help usher you, bring you to the point to which you can accept him. If anybody that needs prayer are going through, you can come also. But we are blessed. We are blessed because we had and have the bridge that connects us to the Father. And the only thing you have to do is come through that door and go across that bridge. And you will have eternal life. Thank you, Lord. Bow your heads. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your word this morning. Lord, we ask in Jesus' name for your word to go forth and to be a blessing, be a blessing to some as they go about their duties this week. Uh, we have some that live in the hospital that may be not feeling well. We ask for mercy for those individuals, Lord. Allow your blessing and your peace come to all those. And we ask, Lord, that you bless the Hardeman's family and what they're going through. And we thank you for the memories that we have had. And all this, we say thank you, Lord. In the name of our Father and Lord Jesus Christ, we all say amen. Let's give the Lord a hand, praise. Or whoever. Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord, saints. All right, all right. Listen, I uh, just wanted to make a quick um, announcement. Weeks ago, 